Hi friends, welcome to the Living Luminaries podcast. My name is Mary Oyeumi and I am glad you are here. You are a city set on a hill and you have permission to affect the world with the light you carry. As you listen to this episode, I pray your heart is encouraged to boldly walk in your identity and release godly influence in your generation as a living luminary. Hi friends, today is my birthday and that makes today's episode special. So, I've decided to do something birthday-ish, if there's any word like that. <laughs> November 16th this year is my 29th birthday and I want to share 28 lessons from chapter 28 with you. The journey from 28 has been beautiful, full of adventure, tough moment and a lot of grace. I hope these lessons encourage your heart in your journey with God too. I hope you find words of encouragement you can hold on to for different seasons of your life and for the days ahead of you. So I'll start with lesson number one. Make the main thing the main thing. Meaning, give God first place in your life. When God comes first in your life, you know, his word, his will and his commandment, for your life, every other thing will fall in place. Living with that mindset has helped me a lot. It has helped me to understand priorities in different seasons of my life. Giving God the place it rightly deserves in my life has helped me to navigate different seasons of my life. The second lesson is never forget the second commandment. Don't forget the second commandment. Love people. Honor people. See them the way God sees them. If people matter to God, they should matter to you too. When you love God, you will love the people he loves. This art posture will position you to be a living luminary in your day. The third lesson is gratitude can be your lifestyle. Gratitude can become your lifestyle. It can become your auto-response to situations and events. Gratitude can be practiced and you can be intentional about it. There is always something to be thankful for because God's mercies are new every morning. When you see life through the lens of gratitude, life becomes more meaningful. The fourth lesson is God is in the everyday ordinary. I don't wait for something spectacular to happen before I discern and enjoy God's presence. God is with me while I am working, cooking, you know, chatting with a friend, watching a romantic comedy, or going to the mall. God is with me in the mundane, in the everyday ordinary. I can discern God and I can enjoy him. Learning to do life with God has helped me a lot. It has helped me to find meaning in the seemingly ordinary things in my daily life. The fifth lesson is relationships require intentionality and a lot of grace. Building relationships with people require intentionality and a lot of grace because we are all a work in progress. And if you want anything to grow, you must be intentional about it. You know, the way you show up for each other, you encourage each other and you are gracious to each other. We need to learn not to hold people up to unrealistic standards and even when you think your standards are realistic let your auto response to people's weaknesses be kindness the sixth lesson is god shows up it may not happen the way you expect it but god shows up god hears us god responds to us god answers prayers and god shows up 
I have seen God show up for me a lot of times. But I have also learned to surrender to his ways and his methods, meaning let God answer the way that brings him glory and reveals the goodness of his heart to all men. The seventh lesson is faith sometimes requires risk. In fact, faith is sometimes spelled as R-I-S-K. <laughs> this year, I took some risk. I made, I made some decision that could have landed me in a tight place if God didn't show up. But I didn't take those decisions from a careless place. I thought about it carefully and I knew I had to respond in faith to the vision I was seeing within my heart. Walking by faith will sometimes put you on the path of risk, but there is a revelation of the Lord waiting for you on the underside of your obedience. A practical example for me was my enrollment in school this year. At the time when I decided to take some certificate courses, I had my hands full with book writing projects, I was teaching a course at Dreams Abroad, trying to settle into a new house, a new church community. And in the midst of all this, I decided to enroll in two certificate courses at the same time. It was a major stretch, but I could see it in my heart and I knew there would be a supply of grace. So I stepped out in faith and God carried me. It was a risk, but God showed up. Lesson number eight, whatever you can do now, do it now. This is how I feel about, you know, managing a busy workload or a busy schedule. And this is how I deal with procrastination and I ensure productivity every day. I don't postpone what I can do now. If I can do it now, I will do it. My schedule is quite busy and I know that when I drag on my task or responsibilities, it will only make things harder for me. So whatever you can do now, do it now. Lesson number nine. Time is a precious gift. When I started seeing my time as something precious, I became intentional in the way I use it. Even when I choose to spend my time to rest or catch up with my loved ones, I do it intentionally. I choose what to do with my time as much as, much as the power lies with me. I believe we've been called to be faithful stewards of our time. So your time is precious. Be intentional about the way you use it. Lesson number 10, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. This is not just a Bible verse for me. It is my life's experience. Allowing the fear of God to keep my heart accountable has helped me to discern the wisdom of God in different situations. Not only that, the fear of God delivers your heart from the wrong kinds of fear. The fear of God will bring you into liberty. Lesson 11, the word of God keeps me sane, literally. I've had moments this year that felt really, really tough. That made me feel like I've gotten to the end of myself. But getting into the word has made me stable. The word of God has given me emotional and mental stability. It's like a quiet force within me, holding me together and not allowing me to fall apart in the face of life's demands. The word of God is full of power. I totally recommend the word, for real. Get into the word. Lesson number 12, human opinion is what it is, opinion. You need to understand that people's opinions are simply just that, opinions. They are not the final say over your life's purpose and destiny. They are not the law. They are not the commandments. You need to be wise and discerning, you know, to filter the opinions of men from the word of the Lord. Now, don't lose the balance. God speaks through people. 
and if your heart is teachable, you will discern the voice of God through men. But you must also be wise to know the difference. Knowing this has helped me to look at things from the right perspective in different seasons of my life. Lesson number 13. Family is gold. I am grateful for the gifts of my family. I love my family. I have shared a lot of happy and difficult moments with them this year. I am grateful for the bond that holds us together. And if you are not in a good relationship with your family, you can pray for them. You can pray for your heart and allow God to take care of the details. But one thing I've also learned is that God can plant people in your life that become family. I have experienced the gift of precious people, people that are now carrying a part of my heart with them. And I am so grateful for them. So family is gold. Lesson number 14, joy is a weapon. Joy is a gift from God. Joy is one of the fruits of the spirit, but it's also a weapon of war. I have faced situations this year that I was only able to overcome because I stayed in joy. When difficulties show up to attack my mind, I retreat into joy. Why? I have learned that joy is a prevailing place in the spirit. So always fight to stay in joy. Lesson number 15. Prayer is a lifestyle. Prayer is not just a routine activity. It is a lifestyle of communing with God. That's one important habit and lesson that has helped me in chapter 28. So, make prayer a lifestyle. My pastor said something recently. He said, you can convert your thought process into your prayer life. So, at the same rate as which you think about issues, you know, when worry attacks your mind or someone comes to your mind, just turn it to prayers already. The next lesson is you need people. That's number 16. You need people. I believe God helps. I believe God shows up, but God sends people. And this is not to push you into that place of people worship, but it's a call for you to be discerning of the gifts that God has placed in your life. God's blessings can be people he has placed in your life. I always say I am grateful for the gifts of good people. I truly am. So pay attention to the people that God has placed in your life. Lesson number 17. Honor is a valid currency of exchange in the kingdom. You see, whatever you despise in your heart, you can never have. Honor is a valid currency of exchange in the kingdom of God. Honor people. Don't worship them. But have respect for the investment of God in others. Design the investment of God in others and honor it. Honor that investment, honor that signature of God in the lives of people. That is how you grow in God, for real. It's, it's a valid currency of exchange. Lesson number 18, health is wealth. It is the real deal. Sound health is precious. Don't wait until you lose your precious gifts before you discern their value. Take care of your health. About two years ago, I was very sick. For more than a week, I couldn't walk on my own. I couldn't eat well. My mind was a mess. And after I came out of that phase, it felt like I made a vow to the Lord one day. And I said, I will never take my health for granted again. I will never work myself to the ground. I will never stress myself, you know, beyond reasoning again. I will pay attention to my health. I will eat well. <laughs> it was, it felt like I was, I was reading a pledge or something. <laughs> but that was a 
turning point for me. I realized how precious sound health is. I realized how precious the gift of good health is. So take care of your health. Health is wealth. Lesson number 19. Sometimes all you need is sleep. Sleep works wonders. I learned that in chapter 28. There are times when you think the world is about to end. But all you need is just to sleep. <laughs> For real, you need to rest well. You Sometimes all you need is just a short nap and everything begins to make sense. Lesson number 20, eat for the journey is far. I had to become intentional about my feeding this year. I had so much to do and I told myself that's a major reason why I should eat well. Even if I don't eat in large portions or large quantities at the time i make sure that you know my eating pattern is consistent so i've been paying attention to the way i feed you should do that too so eat well because the journey is far you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your health if truly health is wealth then you should eat well lesson number 21 laughter is good medicine watch ld comedy if you have to but make laughter a part of your life and I'm not saying waste your time on social media or sacrifice important responsibilities for comedy. I am saying don't take yourself too seriously. Tone down on the seriousness. Be childlike. Laugh at yourself. Laugh at your mistakes. See life through childlike eyes. Pay attention to the little things. Laughter is good medicine. Lesson number 22. It's okay to ask for help. These are the superheroes this one is for the superheroes or the one man one man army or one man battalion i don't know how they call this kind of things but it's okay to ask for help you don't need to figure it out on your own god has placed answers around you in human form and asking for help is a sign of humility before god god gives grace to the humble and he resists the proud asking for help has changed my life it has positioned me to you know, embrace and enjoy the provision of God for me through people. Lesson number 23, God provides for his vision. For every vision that the father has called you to steward with him, there is a provision attached to it. Eating in the word of the Lord for your life are the resources needed for it to be fulfilled. So if God has given you a vision, just know that there's a provision for it and it will show up in good time. Lesson number 24, God can be trusted. And my life is a living testimony of this. You can bank on God. You can trust God. God does not fail. God shows up. Lesson number 25, not all bridges are meant to be burned in relationships. You can walk away. You can give some space, but let redemption guide your heart and actions. See people through the eyes of redemption. Don't, don't fall to the cancel culture. The cancel culture is not the way of God. Don't be quick to write people off or just cancel people. And, you know, not all bridges are meant to be burned in relationships. That's just the summary. Be gracious. Be kind. See people through the eyes of redemption. Lesson number 26, be kind to strangers. Some strangers are angels in human form. I met some of them in this previous chapter of my life. So be kind to strangers. Look out for people. Be nice. It doesn't cost so much to be nice or to be kind. Be approachable. Be friendly. Smile. <laughs> 
you know, be willing to help. Just be kind to strangers. Some of them are angels in human form. Lesson number 27, be kind to yourself. When you know how to be kind to yourself, you will know how to be kind to others. See, the way you treat people is a reflection of how you value yourself. It's a reflection of how you treat yourself in a way. So if you are kind to yourself, you will know how to be kind to others. So it's it's more of like an extension of of the way you value yourself. It's it's an extension of how you treat yourself, how you see yourself. So be kind to yourself. The final lesson from chapter 28 is every season of your life is a gift. I know that different seasons come with different twists and turns, different dramas and different experiences, but I have learned to see my seasons as gifts from God. Your seasons are opportunities to connect with God in a way that you haven't before. It's it's an opportunity to embark on an adventure with the Lord. So don't don't judge your seasons based on what you see, based on the seeing of your eyes or the hearing of your ears. There's more to your life. There is more to your seasons. So be designing for real. Every season is a gift. There is something of God that is hidden in every season of your life. Just be teachable and be open to learn, be open to design, be open to new discoveries. Every season of your life is a gift from God. And that brings me to the end of 28 lessons from chapter 28. My only birthday request from you, dear friend, today is that you pray for me. Pray for Mary. I need a lot of prayers in this new chapter of my life. I just want to be prayed for. Pray for grace. Pray for help. Pray for increase. Pray for wisdom. You know, pray for sound mind. Pray for speed. Just pray. Pray for Mary. God bless you, dear friend. So, until next week when we connect again on another episode, keep being a living luminary. God bless you, dear friend. Bye.